episode four of Best Whatever best Ever. That's right, the Best Whatever Ever podcast. As always, I'm here with my really nice bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hello! I am Ira, and this show is about whatever. What's a whatever? As always, it's whatever kids find silly, or super important, or... Super silly important. Super silly important. That's right, super silly important. Hey, Spencer. You got it right this time. I see you've been practicing. I have. Wow, episode four already. Are you guys having fun yet? Yes. Yeah, and yes. Awesome. I'm having fun too. Scarlet, can you please repeat after me? I am Scarlet, and I like ice cream, waffles, unicorns, and art. I am Scarlet, and I like unicorns, waffles, and art. Okay, close enough. You guys may notice that Scarlet sounds a little different. Any guesses why? Because she lost a tooth. You got it. But as her brother, you have insider knowledge. But doesn't matter. What's important or super silly important is that Scarlet lost not one tooth, but two teeth. And not only that, they're the front ones. Is that right? Uh huh. Was it the most exciting thing to ever happen to you? Uh huh. And did the tooth fairy come? Uh huh. And what did she leave you? One dollar. What? That's way too much. I'm gonna have to have a conversation with that tooth fairy. Well, I have an important question. Have you guys ever tried to trick the tooth fairy? No, I would definitely never do that. Well, that's a good thing, and I'll tell you why. In today's story, we follow a boy who tries to outsmart the tooth fairy. Spoiler alert. Fooling a fairy is a fool's errand. Let's hear the story. Great, let's jump in. Yay! Blah blah blah. The boy who cried tooth. That's right, tooth, as in teeth. For the very first time in Michael's six years of life, his tooth wiggled. It also jiggled and wriggled. Mom, Dad! Cried Michael. He couldn't keep his excitement inside. He had to let it out so it could wiggle, jiggle, and wriggle too. My tooth is loose. His mother sat him down and told him two important things. The first thing: when your tooth wiggles, you're finally allowed to learn the famous wiggle dance. Michael's mom and dad showed him how it's done, and they all wiggle dance together. They wiggle to the left. They wiggle to the right, and if they could, they'd wiggle and wiggle all night. And the second thing Michael's mom told him: when your tooth falls out, all you have to do is leave it under your pillow, and a tooth fairy will leave you money. Money! cried Michael. No one had ever given Michael money before. He was so excited that he started to wiggle dance again. Couldn't wait for his tooth to fall out. He had been dreaming about a shiny new red bicycle. He decided he needed it now, and that meant he needed money now. Later that evening, he poked and prodded the loose tooth with his tongue all through dinner, but his tooth stayed stubbornly in his mouth. Stubborn tooth, mom. How long will it take for my tooth to fall out? Michael asked. When it's ready, she answered, and that could take days, even weeks. Michael decided he couldn't wait weeks. 
Buddy had a plan. Well, it was more like a scam. He rummaged inside the fridge. He pulled out a carrot. No, that won't do. Then he came across leftover lasagna. Yum, but not helpful. Then a piece of old moldy cheese. Yuck! Finally, he found leftover corn on the cob. Perfect! He pried off a kernel, painted it white, and put it under his pillow. He wrote the Tooth Fairy a note. Dear Tooth Fairy, here is my tooth. Please leave lots of money. Thanks, Michael. The next morning, Michael woke up with his excitement, already wiggling, jiggling, and wriggling, just like his tooth. He looked under his pillow and found no money! Just the kernel of painted corn, which was now soggy, and a note. Dear Michael, you can't fool me. Plus, I hate corn. All tooth fairies do. Signed, your tooth fairy. Michael was disappointed. He poked and prodded the loose tooth with his tongue again. He hoped it would fall out, but it didn't. He thought about the shiny, new red bicycle and came up with another plan. Or let's call it what it is. It was a scam. Back in the kitchen, he found a box of hard candy. One of the pieces was small, white, and kind of looked like a, you guessed it, a tooth. That night, he put it under his pillow and wrote another note. Dear Tooth Fairy, here is my tooth, for real this time. Please leave lots of money. Thanks, Michael. The next morning, there was still no money, but there was another note. Dear Michael, don't you know that candy rots teeth? Tooth Fairies hate candy. Signed, your Tooth Fairy. P.S. Stop wasting my time. Michael felt a little bad for wasting the Tooth Fairy's time, but then the image of a shiny, new red bicycle flashed in his mind. He wasn't out of plans yet. Michael went to school, ran straight to the computer lab, and used Mr. Gilly's 3D printer to print a tooth. It looked like a tooth, it felt like a tooth, and even though he didn't know what a tooth smelled like, Michael assumed it smelled just like one. Dear Tooth Fairy, here is an actual tooth. Really? Remember, please leave lots of money. Thanks, Michael. When Michael woke up, he was certain he had fooled his Tooth Fairy. His heart sank when he read the new note she had left for him. Dear Michael, you keep getting me in trouble with my Tooth Fairy bosses. I can't keep coming back empty-handed. I am not going to fall for your tricks again. Signed, your Tooth Fairy. The next morning, Michael was certain he'd find a pile of money under his pillow. Only there was no money. And there was no note. What happened? Later that day, Michael's tongue poked and prodded the tooth. And this time, it fell out. Dear Tooth Fairy, a real live tooth just for you. This time it's for real. Seriously. Thanks, Michael. The next morning, Michael was certain he would find a pile of money under his pillow. Only there was no money and no note. What happened? Oh no. He remembered what the Tooth Fairy had said. She wasn't going to fall for his tricks again. He also remembered that she was going to get in trouble with her Tooth Fairy bosses. He imagined she was stripped of her Tooth Fairy duties and reassigned to the Snooth Fairy Department. Everybody knows that Snooth Fairies collect the hair that falls off the heads of old men. Gross! Poor Tooth Fairy, who Michael was certain was now a lowly Snooth Fairy. Michael felt terrible. It was all his fault. He came up with another plan. This time, it was not a scam. He wrote a note and placed it inside an envelope along with the real tooth. Dear Tooth Fairy, I am sorry. Thanks, Michael. He mailed it. Days went by. And then weeks. 
Or maybe it just felt that way. One morning, when he was least expecting it, Michael woke up to find a shiny new red bicycle in the middle of his room. And there was a note. Dear Michael, thank you for the tooth. Signed, your tooth fairy. No longer a snooth fairy. P.S. Don't try to trick me again. Michael was so happy that he started to wiggle dance. He also made himself a promise that he would never, ever try to fool a fairy again. Then, for the second time in Michael's six years of life, a tooth wiggled. It also jiggled and wriggled. And that was a good thing, because he had been dreaming about a brand new skateboard. And he decided he needed it now. Yeah, now. Michael. <laughs> he just couldn't fool a tooth fairy. But I guess he made it up to her at the end and everything went okay. He got his bike and uh, he lost another tooth. So I guess everybody wins. The tooth fairy, Michael, I don't know. It was a win-win situation all around. So what did we learn today? Fooling a fairy? Not a good idea. Nope. If you were Michael, what would you do to try to fool the tooth fairy? Put a nerd, a white nerd, as a tooth. And then she'll give me money. And then I'll put my real tooth, and then she'll give me more. Well, I mean, he tried that. He used candy, didn't he? Yeah, so? But nerds are a kind of candy, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just a better kind of candy. Uh-huh. Or it looks more like a tooth. Exactly. All right, I got it. You guys are pretty clever kids. Yes, we are. That's it. On the next episode of the Best Whatever Ever podcast, I think our whatever should be superpowers. Superpowers. No, you got to say it like superpowers. Superpowers. Yeah, you got to sound strong and powerful. Super powerful. Superpowers. Exactly. I want you guys to think about something between now and then. If you could choose any superpower ever, what would you choose? Invisibility. Uh, uh, uh. Save it for next time. Why are you always telling us what to do? Where are your bosses? Yeah, where are your bosses? Yeah, you're my bosses. Can we just talk about this next time? Just don't fire me. Please, please. Pretty please? Fine. For now. Whew. All right. Well, in the meantime, please have your parents send any art inspired by any of our whatevers to bestwhateverever at gmail.com bestwhateverever at gmail.com or tag us on Instagram at bestwhateverever all other ways to reach us are in the show notes thank you so much for listening best whatever ever best whatever best ever bye ever. blah 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 I just want to have fun today <laughs> Today's story was written, produced, and edited by me, Ira Singerman, with help from Spencer and Scarlett. If you want to support the show, please subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to email me with any feedback at bestwhateverever at gmail.com. And I'll put all other information in the show notes, so check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Until next time. This has been the Best Whatever Ever podcast. Bye, everybody.